0: Well, welcome to the Jesus Everyday Podcast. Every word, thought, verse, and chapter of the scriptures point us to the person of Jesus. My name is Ethan Callison. want to say thank you for joining us in here today as we're journeying through the Gospel of Mark with uh, Sarah Day from our North Campus and you taking your spiritual growth seriously, wanting to become more like Jesus every single day, seeing what he has in store for you through his word. Uh, we make reading God's word so complex, and it really doesn't have to be. And that's what this podcast is all about, is modeling for you and being a complement to your Bible reading is what it's like to practice uh, the spiritual discipline of Bible intake. So before we hop into Mark chapter 7 here today, Sarah, uh, where is your favorite place to go in the Roanoke Valley for food or fun?
1: Um this one made me laugh a little bit cuz I felt like, oh, what is my great answer? And I don't have a really great answer, but I have some thoughts on it that would make me made me laugh. Our checking account Ethan is going to say Chick-fil-A. Woo! But I blame my children for that answer. (laughs) Um, So that's not the best answer. I do love Tuco's, which Ethan and I can go to debate about. Um, Taco (laughs) Bell. And recently I've become a fan of Tuesday Night Bingo Night at the Tap House in Daleville. There you go. Mainly because the kids eat free. And it it entertains them. (laughs) Um, For fun, I guess I would say pretty much anywhere outside we spend a lot of time on the greenways we spend a lot of times at the parks we love the library um, anything that's free in Roanoke, you're probably gonna find us at <laughs> hey, did you
0: see where the North County Roanoke's about to get a renovation or like a whole new building? Oh
1: no. Yeah, it's the
0: next one to be done 2024.
1: Oh, how about that? <coughs> yeah, buddy. Well, we might be there even more. And there you go. Yeah.
0: You go. It's like the most highly trafficked library in all the Roanoke County libraries no way. is the North County Roanoke. Well one. it's yeah. not
1: because it's easy to get into. I mean you gotta go down and do a <laughs> oh, big yeah. old U-turn. Yeah, you do. I thought people wouldn't go to Holland's yeah, because you of do.
0: that. No, so. when I told Katie that when I read it on their thing the other day, she's like, I think it's because the day's go there <laughs>
1: oh, probably yeah oh yeah we're kind of a celebrity we <laughs> oh, love, the love, love the library it. love the it. library all
0: right cool as we hop in here to mark chapter 7 what was the verse that the holy spirit illuminated that you highlighted and wrote down
1: um i highlighted mark seven fifteen. there is nothing outside a person that by going into him can defile him but the things that come out of a person are what defile him.
0: Oh, I love this text. What, what's uh, what's going on here? Can you explain a little bit to um,
1: us? So there's a lot in this um, short, not short, but about the seven verses starting in 15. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think my understanding of what's going on is that Jesus is desperately wanting the disciples and people to understand that the source of our sin is where the corruption of our hearts Mm. happen. Mm -hmm. Um, Between verse 14 and verse 23, Jesus mentions it four times. All these evil things come from within your heart, Mm. which I could say that to myself all the time and still not get it probably. Um, And then immediately after that, starting in verse 21 and 22, um, Jesus actually shares a long list of the things from within our heart that defile Um, But bottom line is, what you do on the outside does not make you a sinner. You're already a sinner. Mm. You don't become a sinner when you sin. You sin because you're already a sinner. Mm. Um, And Jesus ultimately was teaching that this is an issue of our heart.
0: They're saying that it's not what I put in me. That makes me a sinner. It's already there.
1: It's already there. Hmm. It's already there.
0: Even as you were reading verses or looking at verses 21 through 22, I was thinking of the three circles, which I mentioned that uh, a little earlier in the podcast. But like in the brokenness, like Mm -hmm. really like specifically when you look at theft is like the Mm -hmm. sin isn't the theft. The sin is the I'm coveting something that I want. want. Or the murder, I'm angry at somebody because of whatever reason or adult, you know, all these different things is like, man, there's a core reason that all Mm -hmm. of us relate to in this world Mm -hmm. and how we're trying to fix our issues. But so I won't (laughs) off too too much into that. Um, So how do you begin to apply this text into your life?
1: Well, I think the first thing that we have to understand is that every single one of us is born. With us in nature. Mm-hmm. Um, something that I'm working, we're working really hard for our children to understand um, is that Jesus, and, and that Jesus is the only one that can clean our hearts from the inside out. Um, I love the reminder in Jeremiah, Jeremiah 24, 7, then God says, I will give them hearts that recognize me as the Lord. They will be my people, and I will be their God, mm-hmm. for they will return to me wholeheartedly. We can't create the new heart. Mm-hmm. Um, only God can give us that new heart. But we have to recognize the need for him mm-hmm. every single day and invite him in.
0: Mm-hmm. That's good. Um, how, did, how did the Holy Spirit call you to personally respond to this?
1: Um, I I really think that this concept is really hard to understand, even as an adult, um, that it's what comes out of our heart. Um, I think we can be quick to Point blame on, well, that caused me to sin and that caused mm. me. To, it's like, mm. well, what happened before that? Or what was the thought that led to that point? Um, and I think it's something that I need to do more of myself is checking, well, why did I allow that sin to happen because of the what happened before, basically. Mm. But I feel like it's something we've been really trying to help our children understand that part of the gospel that they – I think probably take after me and that they want to be perfectionist and they have a really hard time when they don't do things the right way the first time. And so it's like, we keep saying over and over again, but you're going to sin, it's Mm going to happen. Um, and I feel like it's just been something that we're trying to have more conversations about of even when I am struggling, like probably my number one frustration or number one sin that I struggle with is is frustration of following through on things of I've asked you 15 times Mm -hmm. to put your shoes on. And as we get closer to the 15th time, I get a little more frustrated and the kids can recognize it in my voice. And it's like, okay, that is a sin on my part that I am getting frustrated with you and talking about it in the moment with our children Mm -hmm. of, okay, this is it. How do, what do I do with it now? Mm -hmm. Basically. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's like, I think we also, I recognize that we're very quick to point fingers at our culture Mm. for causing our children to sin, or causing us to, to um, to even as adults to sin. Oh, the culture! Mm. This culture that we live um, in—it's influencing the way that we act in a certain way, and we believe in a certain way, and we wear certain things. However, I firmly believe, as hard as it is, that as a Christian parent, we have to train our children how to handle sin Mm -hmm. at a young age so that, yes, the cultures around us, like if Mm -hmm. you're going to leave your house, it's going to affect you. But if you have been trained up in how to handle the sin, Mm -hmm. then it shouldn't affect you in the same way as it does others Mm -hmm. kind of thing. Um, And we keep telling our girls, you know, the verse out of Proverbs about your worst enemy is your heart and what fills your heart Mm because what flows out of your heart is what the world is going to see basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think the personal reflection for me is how are we talking about these things that defile us? And, you know, there's a lot of big, oh, heavy words I feel like in that mm-hmm. verse of 21. Yeah. Sexual immorality, theft, murder, adultery, coveting, wickedness, deceit, sens- sensuality, envy, slander, pride, foolishness. And it's like, oh, those mm-hmm. are big. Like, if we rank, we have a tendency, we think we need to rank sin, and it's like, that's not true. Sin is all equal. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's like, they all have the same root, that it's our heart. Mm -hmm. And where your heart is, there your treasure is also. And so I think my biggest personal reflection is training the next generation, and even in the kids that I the Lord has given me through school that it's like trying to openly talk about sin mm. so that we can live in this culture and make a difference and we're not overcome by it mm-hmm. basically
0: yeah yeah. I think even when I was hearing from you and there's like oftentimes in America we can have like the victim mentality where like true yeah you, know, you made me sin it's like right. no no I'm a sinner right. Like, right you didn't make me do anything you right. I sinned right. because of this yeah loved it loved it well thanks for joining us here today on the Jesus Everyday podcast look forward to seeing you again tomorrow